Hello and welcome to Six Minute Sermons, where we explore the Word, learn the truth, and grow in grace, six minutes at a time. I'm your host, Cameron O'Daniel. Welcome everybody to this Friday episode of Six Minute Sermons. And as you know, on Fridays, we usually do a Friday topic where we go over something concerning the Bible. In weeks past, we've gone over salvation and sanctification and glorification. And we've also done the Bible in the Old Testament. Uh, we also did justification as well. That was the other one I was missing. And last week, we actually didn't do a Friday topic. Um, that was my fault. I forgot about doing a Friday topic. I just did a normal episode. But this week, we're back to it. We're back to our normal Friday schedule of doing a Friday topic. And for the month of February, we started off the first Friday by talking about the Bible. What is the Bible? What's it made of? The second Friday, we talked about the Old Testament and why it's important and what it is for. And we skipped one Friday, and now we're at the last Friday of February. And what we're going to be talking about today is the New Testament. So we've gone over the Bible, the Old Testament, and now we're going over the New Testament. So what is the New Testament? Why is the New Testament important for us? Why is it necessary? Well, the New Testament is just that. It's the New Testament. Before the New Testament existed, there was only one testament. It wasn't called the Old Testament in Jesus's day in AD 30. It was just the testament. It was just their holy book. And so the New Testament is made up of 27 separate books. There are 27 separate books in the New Testament. There are four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and each of these Gospels presents a different lens into the life of Jesus. So, for example, the book of Matthew, that's the first Gospel. The book of Matthew was written by Matthew, of course, and he wrote it specifically for a Jewish audience. So in knowing that he was writing for a Jewish audience, he included a lot of the genealogies and a lot of the prophecies fulfilled through Jesus that would have appealed to the audience of Jews, of the Israelites. Whereas in the book of Mark, he gets right into the action. And the reason he gets right into the action is because his audience was primarily Roman citizens or Gentiles. And they're more focused about the action. What did Jesus do? What was his life all about? And then we also know from uh, John, it talks about how Jesus fulfilled all that God is and that he is the very embodiment of who God is. And then in the book of Luke, we know that Luke was writing to Theopolis and he wanted to give an accurate account to everything that had happened. And he is very detailed in that. So those are the four gospels and that's all of their purposes. But they all tell the same story in a different way, in the same way that four different people might talk about a car accident. You, you might have somebody who is in the car who's describing the car accident. You might have an onlooker on the side of the road. You might have somebody who saw it from a distance far away. These are all different ways in which they saw the same event. And they'll all have different perspectives on the same event. It's the same way with the Gospels, the four Gospels, all the same event, four different perspectives of the same thing. So that's the Gospels. What else is in the New Testament? Well, those are that's four of the 27 books. 22 of the books, so that's almost all of them, that's 26, 
22 of the books are letters. They're just letters sent out to either individuals or churches. And these letters were written for the sake of edification and encouragement and admonishment even and conviction. They were written by Paul and Peter and James and Jude, and they were written for the purpose of building up the church or for building up specific individual people. And then you also have the last book, Revelation, and that's apocryphal literature. You also have books like Daniel and Ezekiel. They are also very similar to the book of Revelation in that they talk about future events, events that have not happened yet. They haven't been fulfilled yet. So that's the book of Revelation, and we know John wrote that. And so here we have the 27 books of the New Testament, and these have all been confirmed and validated that these are historically accurate books. And the great thing about the New Testament, two great things about the New Testament is that, for one, it, does not, it is not in conflict with itself, meaning that the books are not in conflict with each other. There's harmony within the New Testament books. But also speaking to that, there is harmony with the Old Testament and the New Testament. There are people who might say that we don't need the Old Testament anymore because we have the New Testament. Well, let me just tell you that the New Testament consistently and constantly refers back to the Old Testament. And we talked about that in our Old Testament episode where we need the Old Testament. We don't push it aside, but we need to read it. We need to get into it. And so the New Testament speaks a lot about the Old Testament. So there is harmony there. And one last thing that I want to leave you. I know I've been talking quickly. There's a lot of different points and a lot of different areas I could take this. But I want to go to the Bible real quick. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 4, he's talking about, he's introducing the book. He's saying, I want to write these things. I want to give a historical, accurate account. And in verse 4, he says, that you, talking about Theopolis, that you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. So Luke wrote the book of Luke and also Acts so that Theopolis and those who would read it could have certainty that the actions of Jesus, the life of Jesus, did happen. He wasn't just writing a story for people to tickle the ears of people. He was writing historical events that were factual. And that's over the course of the whole New Testament, not just Luke. And so we can believe it, we can trust it, it is validated, and ultimately it is inspired by God. And so we need to get in it. We need to start reading it. So I'm going to pray for us really quickly, uh, but I hope you're encouraged by this, and I hope that you would dive into the New Testament soon. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for providing us the New Testament and speaking to us through these apostles and these disciples. And I pray that you would help us to dive into it and to know more about you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.